This December 10th and 11th, KPFA celebrates all things handmade at the largest jury crafts fair in Northern California, the 41st annual KPFA Crafts Fair. It's all happening at the concourse in San Francisco where you can admire decorative and wearable textiles, jewelry, wood-carved goods, ceramics, painting, photography, artisan foods and body products, and so much more. We also present fair traders who offer the works of indigenous cultures worldwide, as well as a host of delicious food vendors and live music on both days. The KPFA Crafts Fair, Saturday, December 10th, and Sunday, December 11th, at the Concourse at 8th and Brannon in San Francisco. Support independent artists and KPFA this holiday season. For more information, go to kpfa.org forward slash crafts fair. And you're listening to KPFA 94.1 Berkeley, KPFB 89.3 in Berkeley, KFCF in Fresno 88.1, and always online at kpfa.org. Stay tuned for Cover to Cover. Open Book. I'm your host, Nina Serrano. Today's program is called Ave Maria, an exploration in poetry, thought, and song on the Virgin Mary, her impact on our cultures and thinking. Leading the way are two exciting guests, both feminists, poets, and walkers along a deep, strong spiritual path. Mary Rudge, Poet Laureate of Alameda, and Mama Koak, poet, musician, and healer. The last time these women were together was November 25th on the steps of San Francisco City Hall to observe the UN-mandated day for the elimination of violence towards women and girls. We begin by greeting our guests. Welcome, Barry Rudge. Hi. Nina, I'm so happy to be here. It's wonderful that you could be here. Mary, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, the background your thoughts and poetry emerge from? Well, I almost jumped off the bus on the way when I saw my Native American sisters sitting in front of the, uh, by the sidewalk in front of the archaeology building. Uh, they're doing a four-day vigil for the bones of their ancestors to be returned. And I grew up among the Native American tribes in Oklahoma, and I I deeply identify with their feeling that um, there is no death, only a change of life, and that we are all connected, interconnected with nature, with uh, our, our spirituality is to be achieved through the way we treat all creatures. And something about the growing up years and the adult life... No, I never thought I would grow up. (laughs) 
I thought I was going to be beaten up before I, and, and die before I grew, so I've always sided with the underdog. Um, I think that in the areas where I lived, it was sort of a harsh life. Uh, animals were beaten and children were beaten. And um, also, everywhere I've traveled, I've been on five continents, and I've heard the stories of women who have... Who's, child has been abducted or uh, they have been treated with violence and so my heart goes out to women all over the world I never thought I'd have five daughters and two sons and <laughs> come to this point that you raised as a single mother mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very thankful to have these children actually I I think I was sort of into self-survival and I don't think I would have had children at all if I hadn't well I became Catholic and uh, since this is an Ave Maria show I will say that um, the fact that that belief that God spoke to a little girl a little single girl who was very vulnerable and said uh, look I want your permission to come to earth and um, bring an example of how to live among you and I I'm I'm doing this with your your permission and that's such great honor to not only the act of birth on this earth but to to the fact that woman is the one that uh, that brought forth this this example on earth so no matter what culture I think in all of our through all the years and all the cultures, people have looked to a woman um, mentor, a woman uh, leader, whether it was a goddess or whether it was a, a sister or a friend. They've they've depended on on another woman to be a, an example for them. And did this at all affect your uh, following the path of peace? I know you've been crowned Princess of Poetry and Peace. Well, I did receive a crown from Peru on uh, as a Queen of Peace Poetry. And actually, the way that I've been able to go around the world was by invitation to speak on peace education. And all countries are very hungry for oh, oh, the semantics of peace, a peace culture, a way to... to turn things around through the word if the whole world was created through by a word you know if it was spoken into being uh, certainly we could speak into being peace in our cultures and families we have to work on the word (laughs) well I know you've brought some poems with you and I wonder if you could share them I'd like to read the poem that I wrote uh, for our are gathering uh, for the human rights against violence against women a song for women women of every nation women of every tribe used as spoils of war abused with no recourse women with needs denied with childhood stolen away chosen for soil and plunder with bodies ripped asunder without words to say to tell the horror you are my sister Sister, I think of you always. I never forget you. Be powerful in my love. Find healing in my love. Live forever in my love. Women who work for justice, women stand side by side, women of every tribe and nation. With the same story, truth is your weapon and song. Women who's found the music. 
and the words who will be heard dating yourselves to glory telling of lies fulfilled now and tomorrow I think of you always I never forget you be powerful in your love find healing in your love live forever through your love you are my sister sister I think of you always I never forget you be powerful in my love find healing in my love live forever in my love I, I'd like to also say that the other poem that I'm going to read uh, it, it, it did come out of my visits to many cultures where where girls are not wanted uh, the boy is prefer the preferred um, child to give birth to and actually in this country 80% of the abortions are gender oriented it's the girls who are ab aborted so in this poem I call on all the holy women even the dead who are saints to help turn thoughts and hearts around in India, America, China and all the places wherever needed so that girls can live so uh, this is uh, uh, calling on the great saints Catherine, Catherine, and Teresa. And it says, Catherine, Catherine, and Teresa enter China. But of course, they should come to my neighborhood too. <laughs> All spirits now and still available, look now at women. You travel in good company, Catherine, yes, through Italy, Siena, upward, eye to eye with men, establisher of justice, rebuker of sin, like Teresa, conscience, conscience, conscious of country, who went traversing Spain from Avila outward on muleback, insides wrenched by road ruts and rocks, every hoof trap clocked to God's time, rocked in spine and bones by shock pains miles to go. There are no boundaries, Catherine, Catherine Teresa. That Catherine in Alexandria, whirling through sky like the fiery object Ezekiel saw, say it, pray it, the circular rosary of mystery, sorrowful glories, mystical experiences. What is prayer but generator of, for action, the wheel whirling rack? I'm an alien, a spaceship, circular as a saucer, flaming as a meteor, turning from within over a land my mind set spinning, the wheels going round in my brain, neurons in cartwheels throughout my body, in excitement, in fiery wonder, in centrifugal force of the holy. Catherine of Siena, Catherine of Alexandra, Teresa of Avila, it's woman's work, founding those holy communities where the cloister dance to tambourines and understand the circular journey, burning bush to flaming wheel to fiery zeal, traveling onward. Cross now into China. There is need for you, woman's work, saints, still available, soul changers, you with burning breasts, reap, no time to weep and gather the souls of baby girls out of the rivers, up off the dying ground, out from under the smothering cloths, and the ones next born turn around a country, help them live. Thank you. That was Mary Rudge reading her own poems. Beautiful, Mary. Do you have some others you might share with us? Well, you know, I have one that calls on the women, the holy women by all of her names, and it's called Message for Half the World, Her Feminine Essence. 
Her feminine essence is alchemy that changes destiny, appeasing the elements. Throw her to sea, to oceans, lakes, rivers, volcanoes. Sacrifice her in water, in fire, through history. Before Troy, until now, she has been booty, trade value, bargaining point. Give up a kingdom for her. Seize her to merge territories. Marry, possess her. Mark her for handmaiden, slave. Her service, for passion, for demonstration of power. To overpower her, turn yourself into a bowl of swan, a shower of gold. She changes the pattern of continents, the shape of societies, the structure of nature, her feminine essence, this alchemy. She ate six seeds and began the seasons. She opened a box and released despair and hope. She chose a fruit that started a dialogue with God. Her name, Feminine, has been given to attitudes, attributes, emotions, moods, and her many names have been Lilith, Eve, Mary, Isis, Sekhmet, Deva, Great Mother Gaia, Demeter, Kora, and more, Ceres, Corn Woman, Cycladic Goddess, Sleeting Lady, Homea, Pele, Hayaka. Terra Kali Kwan Yin Matsu Star the Sea Astarte Nimba Anana Shekana Juno Athena Venus Aphrodite Navajo Changing Woman Apache Painted Woman Spider Woman Life Weaver More and More Thought Woman More and More You have always discussed her Never discovered her fully She is still under discussion She is still creating herself That was Mary Rudge reading her poem and I hope she will have one more for us. Well, actually, no, I didn't have another one, but I, I would really like to talk about culture just a little bit uh, because, you know, uh, Gandhi said that one way to not have war anymore is that if you take the child of the enemy that your country or you have slain and you raise that child, that fatherless child or motherless child in its own culture in the culture of its mother and father then war will stop because we will come to some great understanding of each other and also um, just this morning before I came a friend of mine who goes by the name of Jack London George he has a Jack London club in Oakland called and reminded me that um, Jack London used to walk into a bar anywhere and say oh what's the debate I'll take any side <laughs> and and um, that's uh, that's what we really need to do is to look at each other's culture each other's belief system each other's life each other's spiritual journey and um, try to you know try to embrace and, and uh, be an advocate for each other and um, this is the way that we start a peace culture I believe I know you've done a lot of work on Jack London. Well, right. I was writing a series for the Oakland Post, Berkeley Post, San Francisco Post. Right now it's on um, hold because the political situation is so newsworthy, so, you know, needs all the space, and we need to focus on this great thing that's happened for our um for the world, actually, through who uh, America's diversity of culture, so it will start up again. My series will start up again. Hopefully, it will be a book, and um, you'll you'll get the first copy. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful! <laughs> I've always appreciated your encouragement, Nina, and, and uh, I I really love the work of of our other guests here, who, whom I I really dearly love to hear her at readings and. Well, it'll be a pleasure to bring her right onto the microphone. Welcome, Mama Coat. Get that, Nina? How are you? Very, very well. 
Uh, I wondered if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and the development of your art and your thought, and maybe begin by telling us about your very interesting name, Mama Coatl. Mm-hmm. Mama Coatl is a name, uh, well, the mama everybody can understand, right? And Coatl is a Nahuatl word that means cosmic twin. So, in essence, uh, this name is a metaphor for for feminine essence evolution and uh, the reflection of each other, you know, of it, in each woman that I encounter. It's a name that was given to me by healers deep in Mexico in a magical mountain and uh, something that happened in a very unsuspected way because um, I've always said that I'm a desperate woman and I'm looking desperately for the answers that to the questions that burn my heart, you know. And these questions have to do with the value placed on life and the value placed on womanhood and um, what we come to learn as women in the 20th century, yeah. Now that we receive the new century, the new people, the new thoughts, we are the ones who are transforming with it, making the appropriate bridges between what we, what used to be true and what the new truth is, you no? Know? And I'm very honored to be here sharing this space with uh, both of you because you are teachers and women of wisdom. The the people who carry that quiet wisdom that always nourishes in spite of the grandiosity of heroism, no, that's that's what you represent to me and I'm very, very happy to share these words with you. Well, thank you so much. I wonder if you could... Um translate for us one of your songs that we're going to be playing in a moment and if you could tell us in English what those words are it is um one of those things that you put together like uh like um a guiso like a meal no we put we found a choir and we put it together with a music box and we put it together with rhythms that are um very close to the heart when the heart is unloading uh, heaviness, no? And we created this mix, this sound in which, uh, the beaten woman is in the church. The woman or the virgin, um, the woman of the church representing the women or representing the earth. And if the condition of womanhood is violence, if you can see the average Mexican woman, I represent the Mexican people as my, my origin. Uh, if you can, if you can Google Mexican woman, the first thing you will see in your Google image is a beaten up woman, a woman with a black eye. So this was a lot of, um, represented to me a lot of provocation. How am I going to disarticulate this topic and put it back together in a way that makes sense to me that will quench this thing that I feel in my heart? So this is a description of the woman. It says, I am your mother, archetypically masochist. She says, I have swallowed the pornographic lie. I was born a victim, and I doubt my inner value very much. And yet, I am your mother, constantly vilified, ontologically reduced, and desecrated by poetry, by theology, by philosophy. And yet, I am your mother, and capable of lifting about domination oppressor by derivation and yet I am your mother and she goes on to say forgive me forgive me please for all the self-disgust 
for the need to be punished because I have birthed and raised you radically passive, deprived of your right to participate in the evolution of human thought. Yes, I am your holy mother. Forgive me, it says, forgive me incessantly until you feel strong enough to forgive yourself. So this song to me represents the uh, exposition of the violence from a very deep root so that we may be able to see it without flinching, yes? It's not that we have always been holy and we have been the receivers of one and we have participated in our own oppression and it is time to wake up to that, to see it, to smell it, to really experience it and forgive it so that we may be able to wake up to a new creation. Yo que soy tu 
madre just heard Mama Coat singing her original song from her album Border Crossing Diosa. That is so beautiful. It just really touched my heart and it also makes me cry for the victims and for the time that I too was a victim and I only know how to counter that I guess with the lines from my poem you know women who work for justice women stand side by side women of every tribe and nation with the same story truth is your weapon song mm, muchas gracias muchas gracias mary yo uh, with this song i am hoping that when the mother says forgive me for all this pain then then the children and the victimizers will say mother forgive us forgive us when that happens then we can receive the gift of transformation yes and this is the hope of this song and the work that that I'm doing with poetry and the great company of you mis comadres gracias nina de nada it's been a pleasure to have you both here this has been nina serrano with open book and we hope you enjoyed this program We certainly enjoyed creating it. I want to thank Mary Rudge and Mama Coat for sharing their thoughts and art and to Amelia Gonzalez for engineering and editing. Wishing you all the best as we enter the winter's darkness and pleasures. Another chance to explore your soul. Me anocheció en un pueblito mexicano lejísimos de la borrasca familiar de los ríos con la migra los viles los incontaxes la conspiración para sacarnos del barrio para borrarnos del mapa me largué Buscando paraísos, fui a dar a la racada misma el matricidio. Mi corazón ardiendo en el boquete de la guerra se vio de cerca con el pecado original. Pero salí huyendo de nuevo. malignos de la policía del mundo envuelta en mi cuerpo de iguana mi cara de pandillera 
Emergency Relief Fund of East Bay Sanctuary is throwing a fundraiser and you're invited. It's at the famed Everett and Jones Barbecue in Oakland's Jack London Square on Saturday, December 3rd from 2 to 5 p.m. Danny Glover, Boots Riley of the Coup, and blues artist Augusta Collins are all coming, as well as lots of other people who want to be part of this benefit for her to support grassroots programs in Haiti in education, health care, women's needs, food production, and human rights. This is your chance to hear about how these programs figure in the Haitian people's struggle to rebuild their lives and reclaim their democracy. This is a benefit for HERF, and every dollar raised goes straight to the people of Haiti. That's Saturday, December 3rd at 2 p.m., Everett and Jones Barbecue, 126 Broadway in Oakland. For details, go to HaitiEmergencyRelief.org or call 510-595-4650. Haiti. 